0: Welcome everyone to this week's edition of Club K Fave Wrestle Talk here on CKCC Radio on Podbean. I am and always will be your host Chris O'Mealy, joined alongside my good friend Dan Peck.
1: Mm, how you doing now?
0: Hey, how you doing there? Oh, good Where, uh good you. Worry? I do. By the way, if y'all have not seen Letter Kenny,
1: that is a great show. You need to watch it call that an official Hello, recommendation. i don't I go on facebook that often but every once in a while i go on and a new person is like oh my god i love the show <laughs> i'm just like yes i haven't seen the last
0: person was uh was ref matt Derline, who was like it yeah. was like all right i'm gonna hop on this bandwagon and watch the show and then i i saw a post later on he goes all right i'm three
1: episodes in and i totally get it this is amazing <laughs> When was last night the guy that hosts the radio show I do web stuff for? He's like, I've been up all night with my father watching Letter <laughs> Just like, Furda!
0: Furda! Uh, our good pal Glenn is not here this week. Glenn is busy with his job. We will miss him. But as always, the show must go on. So I'll do the plugs real quick. At CKCC Radio on Facebook and Twitter. You can also listen to this podcast a variety of ways. The easiest ways, of course, to just go to Podbean, .podbean ckccradio.podbean.com. Listen to it directly. You can download it from there. But if you're into the iTunes or the Spotify or the iHeartRadio, we're on all of those formats. Now, I am hearing some conflicting things that we are not on Apple Podcasts. I apologize if that is not the case. I will get that looked into as soon as possible. And try to figure out for what is going Worst case on
1: scenario, you go to our Podbean, you find our RSS, you just copy and paste it in the thing of your choice. Yeah, and you will, you will get it that way. Um, somebody did ask if I am going to be
0: uploading stuff onto the YouTube channel, old episodes and things like that. The answer is still yes, but I want to wait for some time to pass because I don't want that to just be the... Uh, the ultimate viable way. So I'm thinking maybe like, cause now it's February, maybe I'll get all the January episodes uploaded in like one shot. So then boom, they're just there so you can enjoy them. And then people are like, what about the other shows? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not going to do that for the other guy's shows unless they give me permission. So I know they're all listening cause they all do that. So that's going to be up to you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the other shows, real paranormal talk with Jeff Trelowitz. Currently four episodes out now, including an episode where he talks about his equipment. And there is an accompanying YouTube video so you can actually see the equipment that goes with that episode. You can check that out. Uh, we have now six episodes to enjoy of Jay Bunny's Music Hub as we get his whole backlog up. And a new episode will be on the way. And even though it bothers his OCD, Jason has said he wants me to put up the new episode when it goes up. And I said, okay, it'll be like episode 30 or 40-something, but that's what they he go wants. You from 7 to 40. Yes. But you know what? That's fine. That's the way he wants it. Everybody knows it's a backlog because I've promoted it, and every episode has a date that accompanies it. Don't forget, first Monday of each month is Motivational Moves with Adrian Cotton. So when March rolls
1: around, and I'm going to get you that date right now. Just sooner than you think, because this is February, even though it's a leap year, it's still only 29 days. Right. Actually, yeah.
0: It's uh, March 2nd. It is two weeks from this upcoming Monday. And we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so if it's the Monday past Valentine's Day, it's even less time. And the Stupid Sexy Podcast with me and Dan, the first episode now available, where we review... Every Simpsons ever. Our first episode now available for you guys to check out. Plus, we have our other non-podcasting artists that are part of this page, including Mark Adams' blog, Mark Reviews, or Mark Reviews Movies. I believe his next one should be on the way out, because I'm pretty sure he said it was going to be a review of Birds of Prey. It was going to be the next one.
1: Mm. And as
0: you know, that just came out, so... Uh, Brian Binman's. movie that
1: changed its title like the day before it came out? Yes, because nobody was going to see it, so they're like it was uh, called Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, and then they just renamed it Harley Quinn Birds of Prey like right before it came out because they're just like, oh, no one's seeing this, so yes, so movie that uh freaking uh day the to dawn tomorrow some some shit the movie like it's like a video game where they die at the end of every day and they come back every day. Frickin' with Tom Cruise. They changed the movie after it came out. They changed the title. I'm not even a little surprised. I mean, I know that stuff happens.
0: Well, it could be worse. They could change an entire CGI character because of internet backlash.
1: Hmm.
0: By the way, that's coming out, I'm pretty sure. So, something else to take a look at. That's like, yeah, that's like now, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, so yes, Harley Quinn, which, by the way, the Harley Quinn show on DC Universe is fan freaking fantastic It's great. It is. A new episode today,
1: so I'll probably watch it tomorrow.
0: The first season's almost done, too, because I think there's only two or three more episodes to go. there three episodes, counting tonight. Ah, uh, there you go. And speaking of Quinns, we'll replace the Harley with Heather. That's our cosplayer. And Heather just posted something, and forgive me for... Getting off track here for one second, but I want to actually promote what she just posted and do it properly. Uh, I know she brought back her Valentine's Day shoot that she did last year, um, but she just... Yes, yeah, I think everything was pretty much... Uh, I don't think she did a new Valentine's Day shoot. She did, however, wear her aerial costume to go meet Jody Benson. So she met Jodie Benson as Ariel. And Heather is a natural redhead, so she doesn't even have to wig it. She just did up her hair, put some thingamabobs in it, gizmos and gadgets aplenty. And I believe she even took video of Jodie Benson singing, so that's actually pretty cool. An evening with Jodie Benson. Yeah, so she's sharing some past stuff right now. I don't think she has a new shoot, and if she does, we'll probably see that soon. And of course, we have partner shows. These are our shows that are not on the network, but we are partnered with, including Blake and Sal, Race Nerd, Cinefan, and Ring Rust. I promote the hell out of those, and you guys should check all that stuff out. Well, Dan, I don't know who had the most total defenses of the IWGP Tag Championships, but I know you do.
1: You just don't remember, because I definitely said it on the Patreon show last well, week. Well, I can't give that away, now can I? Oh, well, the answer, the most successful defenses in all of their title reigns was the team of uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzin and Masahiro Chono, known as... They had 12 defenses in their, I believe, five reigns? Nope, less than that. No, it might be. Uh, I don't have it right in front of me. I just remembered who won. Uh, so, but the growth of destiny are at nine with their reigns, so they might be passing it this year
0: and I'm what right now. and what's our trivia question
1: for this week uh, the new trivia question is who is the youngest wrestler to be w c w world Champion?
0: Hmm.
1: That's actually pretty easy, so uh,
0: is it, yeah. Now, are you counting the entire
1: history of the, the NWA championship, or? Is I'm doing this... specifically WCW World Champion. Okay. The big gold belt. The big gold belt. And is this within WCW's existence? I believe it wouldn't have changed even if they counted that year with WWE. <laughs> okay.
0: That, so... does, that does help give me an idea. I do have an idea there. Might not
1: even change if I counted NWA. <laughs> no, because you you did the the impromptu question about the youngest NWA champion, and he was probably younger. Okay, that's your trip. That's your
0: homework. Find out the answer on next week's show. All right, so let's discuss what's happening in the world of wrestling. First things first, we have a new arrival at the WWE Performance Center. Her name is Simone Johnson. Does that name sound familiar to you? If it does not, may I inform you as to who her father is? His name is Dwayne. Dwayne
1: Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson? That would be the man right there. The first time I saw... The first couple times I saw this, like hey Simone Johnson is at the performance center and I'm like never heard of her cool and it was like five times before someone was like Simone Johnson the rock's daughter and I was like oh that's why they're making a big deal about it <laughs> I, was like, I don't know who Simone Johnson is you're
0: you're like is that is you're like is that some shimmer girl that I don't
1: recognize or I don't know, know. yeah so uh yeah, well, it looks, looks like she's going to be having starting from scratch. So we might not see her for quite a while. But then we'll probably get sick of her. Well, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing.
0: we're A lot of us are sick of Charlotte just because she's overexposed. But she's still a fantastic worker. And that's one of the things that I do forgive about Charlotte, is at least her push is still getting us some really good quality matches. Whereas, like... When they were pushing Nikki Bella, those matches were not as good.
1: Speaking of Nikki Bella...
0: Ah, yes, Dan caught my transition there. Nikki, along with her twin sister Brie, as well as Jushin Thunder Liger, are your current rumored next entries into the WWE Hall of Fame. And I know people are going to scoff when they hear Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame... But if you're surprised in any capacity, then you... I don't even understand how you can follow wrestling.
1: There would be Hall of Fame. It is. But... i th- walk for a while. Uh, my question is, are they... How pregnant are they, and will they be both fit to burst? Tonight? No,
0: if they're only just announcing it, then I have a feeling probably not. Because I remember... Uh, Trish was pregnant at the hall of fame that I went to and she was doing September and she was like, not even showing. So I think, the
1: the, the famous women usually don't announce their pregnancy until like it's the last three months. Usually. Yeah. Or Or you could be like Felicia day. That was like, Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. And then a week later, Oh, by the way, I had my baby. Yeah. If you're out of the limelight enough, you can get away with that.
0: Um, so, yeah, I have no problem with the Bella Twins in the Hall of Fame. You can say what you want about either of them. But the bottom line is they got a lot of eyes in that women's division and they were part of the spearhead of the women's revolution that got us to the fantastic women's division we have today. So.
1: Or the spearhead of being so bad they had to change everything.
0: Well, it's funny because Brie actually turned out to be a pretty damn good worker. So
1: right at the end where she hurt people every match. Yeah, but then she stopped doing it. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and then she realized this and then quit.
0: And well, you know, it's like the, it's the same thing. Like, don't just push the girl. You know, I know that's always been the philosophy. You know, we will get the pretty girls and teach them how to work. And that's like, can you at least wait till they're ready? Not asking too much. Remember for a while the Bell Twins were just relegated to being the raw guest host's person, like a company? Yep. They would just be on the person's arm. And you know who we
1: can thank for the Bell Twins? Johnny Ace? Jo- Big Johnny. Big Johnny! Not only did he find freaking fitness model twins, then he then married their mother. Yes, he did. What it, You know what else is funny about
0: the whole Brie-Nikki dynamic? Brie was the wrestling fan and actually wanted to go to wrestling school.
1: Nikki was not. And guess who got the push? And you can tell by every moment you ever saw them on television. <laughs> now, let's talk about Liger going into the Hall of Fame, because this is
0: really cool. If this ends up being true, not only is this revolutionary because... Not that they haven't put in non-WWE people into the Hall of Fame, because obviously, like, they put I mean, in... they
1: recently put in Fujinami and Inoki. Right.
0: So, this really is opening that door and saying they can get a lot of Japanese legends in there, which makes me even think that people like Okada will one day get into their Hall of Fame for just their phenomenal careers and everything like that.
1: So it's a, it's a good, well, I mean, there's, there's, you know, lager stuff that they have the rights to.
0: Yes. Well, that's true. You know, he was a quintessential part of WCW for a while. He was and... WCW. He did some pay-per-views and some bunch of Nitros and. In fact, for you patrons, you already know he wrestled a fantastic match against Rey Mysterio and against Brian Pillman. And we reviewed them.
1: A few really good ones with, with Pillman. And more than one, yeah. So uh, I'm sure they're going to mostly just talk about the Tyler Breeze match because that's the one they have that's in HD and looks nice. True,
0: and they had a really they gave him a really cool theme, but I really hope they get
1: his new Japan. Do 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 do.
0: do some bitch like- lagger. <laughs> some bitch like- lagger. <laughs> Amazing, he's got a great theme. Yeah, I'm. I'm super down with Liger in the. uh
1: Those are the, the ones Hall that Fame. are like, like seriously. Look at the freaking some of these idiots that are in the Hall of Fame, and then Liger. You're like, son of a bitch. They pull that kind of stuff to make them start. Every time you're just like, there's some real bullshit in the Hall of Fame, and then they freaking announce Liger, and you're like, God damn it. Well, I mean, why would you go to a house show? Nothing happens, and then all of a sudden. A week later, a title would change hands at a house show. Yeah, yep. You got to do it every couple of years because eventually people will be like, "Why the fuck would I go to a house show?" Well, why would you go see a title happen?
0: Why would you see a title match on a house show? Is what it boils down to. Or you can do what WCW did, where they did that whole series of house shows where, when their business was dropping, they gave uh, they let Booker and Benoit. Switched the U.S. title back a couple of times, and then when they got back to TV, uh, I, th- I think it was Booker went in as the champ, so it's like the title switches never happened, and they just didn't acknowledge it. So everybody in those towns were like, oh, okay, so you did that to make us happy, but you really don't care about us, and just drove more business away. They you just always reset it back by the end of the tour, right? They did that with uh, – they- I mean, every now and again, you get a, a big house show title change. And sometimes it's necessary because someone's hurt. And they're just like, all right, well, this person's hurt. And we really can't do anything else here. So
1: screw it. We got the oh, house like show. When, when Nunzio won the Cruiserweight title at a house show in Italy, because the last time they were in Italy, Nunzio lost a match and there was nearly a riot. Yes, I remember that. So he won the Cruiserweight title and then lost it promptly in the next SmackDown. <laughs> and Santino debuted in Italy. Yes. The guy in the crowd.
0: He's Italian, but he's not from Italy. <laughs> yes, I am I am perfectly okay with Jushin Liger in their Hall of Fame because like I said, they've I mean they have people in there with because those legacy inductees count as regular Hall of Fame inductees. Mm. So they have people that were around before the WWF even existed, so don't
1: they have legacy inductees that were
0: like at the beginning of the
1: 1900s? At this point, yeah, they put
0: in Frank Gotch and George Hackenschmidt.
1: Yeah, they they put in the thing. turn
0: of the century legends. I don't think I don't think century. I don't know if Mildred Burke ever worked for Vince, but she's in there. She might have worked for Senior. Yeah, there's there's tons or, of or, in there. Jess. What about uh what about Luthez? Did he ever do anything with the WWF? Or was he strictly NWA? I have
1: no idea. Yeah,
0: you know, that's all stuff we have to do. I would imagine he was probably strictly NWA. Once you start getting into the the seventies, you start getting into like the early seventies, my I not, have no idea, like, Yeah, my historic knowledge runs out
1: because that was when they were just running house shows and then like MSG every three weeks. I mean, it's it's certainly possible,
0: but he wasn't like a mainstay there. You know what I mean?
1: We don't have that footage either. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, people were like, "Oh, they only signed Sting so they could justify putting him in their Hall of Fame." It's like, no, Sting would have gone in either way. So, oh, yeah, taking a little longer, just a little longer. Yeah, but I'm I'm totally okay with this now. One thing I am not okay with is the unfortunate departure of Kathy Kelly because she was one of my favorite announcers. Uh, She has announced she is parting ways with the WWE so her career can grow and blossom. Now, I know, of course, people are going to say, oh, she's going to just go right to AEW or whatever. Odds are she's just going to do whatever she wants, and she can now because she's...
1: Unfortunately, all the other main companies have enough hostess, host, slash, interview people, unfortunately. That might be
0: one of the reasons why she wanted out in the first place because, I mean... They
1: never used her. too yeah, many of them, too. So. That's true. Yeah, she was just doing YouTube shows where she was standing in the middle of the creative offices doing some weird bullshit on YouTube. Yeah. Well, I'll miss her, but uh, we Next wish Next to Dewey's well. cubicle.
0: <laughs> well, if her and Finn aren't a thing anymore, then I guess there's no reason well, to sit around. Finn's scrunch. like even full-on married at this point to somebody else. Yeah, I think so. And of course, uh, this Sunday... Is it The Sunday? Is yeah, take, it is takeover? Sunday. They're doing the Sunday. It's Sunday because yeah. there's
1: no main show Sunday, so... They're just doing to do a TakeOver. Why don't you fuck over one of the main reasons I like TakeOver? Well,
0: yes, but I'm also super down with watching a TakeOver instead of a pretty much anything else. So... So, yeah, TakeOver Portland's coming, and our own Randy Moyer's going to be there. Because he's in... puddles titles immortal. are on the line... He's a Northwest boy. Little grudges! It's going to be a good show. So I have not gotten a chance to watch AEW this week. And I do plan on watching it because I have heard some excellent things about this week's Dynamite. A lot of people are saying it's the best show they've done so far. I am going to go out of my way to watch it because I trust, you know, I do trust those opinions and everything. One thing that did happen, though, is that we finally got a new women's champ. And apologies to the fans of Riho, but that was kind of a booking nightmare with the way they were treating her. Especially those freaking backstage segments they were doing where, like, Pac basically threatened to kick the shit out of her, and she just stood there scared. And didn't, you know, try to run away or anything. She just stood paralyzed in an empty hallway with nobody to stop her. Uh that's supposed to be your champion. But they made the right decision, in my opinion. They put the title on Nyla Rose. Nyla I Rose... Honest, I, don't, I don't think she's good. I don't think she's any good, but... I like Nyla Rose. I don't think she's bad. I, I, she's not my first choice, but they've also kind of screwed themselves in a couple other ways. At least now, with Nyla Rose at the helm... She's got a, a whole new set of opponents to feud. They kind of went as far as they could go at Riho anyway. So, because you can do Nyla Rose against Chris Statlander. You can have her face. Uh, I, I wish they would put Leva Bates on TV more than they already do. But I'm not going to turn this into a political thing. But I just want to address all the, uh, the transphobes real quick and just say, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. No more details needed there. Nyla Rose, your new women's champ in AEW. Also, Jeff Cobb has arrived. And we know Jeff Cobb a little better from Lucha Underground, or at least that's how I kind of got introduced to him, because I didn't know that was the same guy.
1: That's how I got introduced to him, too. I was like, "Who? who is under that mask? And I'm like, Jeff Cobb, this guy. And, and you like, look him up, and oh, you realize wow. it's it's...
0: Basically, the uh, you can't even tell the difference because, like, he wrestles a completely different style.
1: His finisher's the same.
0: But yes, it's, it's still yes.
1: fucking awesome, though. It doesn't. It, it didn't matter that the finisher was the same. So now they've got Brian Cage and Jeff Cobb.
0: So let's see some. Well, I think AEW should absorb as much Lucha Underground talent as they can. I know they already kind of are, but then they're also like not doing things with some of them. Like Jack Evans and Helico have shown up like three times, <laughs> and I think they've pretty much jobbed every time. And how they do you only showed
1: up three times,
0: and that means they haven't shown up in like three months. And how do you have Jack Evans on your roster and you don't let him cut promos? I mean, they're letting MJF cut promos, which they should have been. By the way, I somebody
1: Jack Evans. Uh, with a live mic is the best idea.
0: Oh, I do? I think it's awesome. <laughs> hey, they want to be the more adult presentation. This is a good way to do it <laughs> with Jack Evans. I don't feel bad for the censor. By the way, uh, I don't remember where, where I saw this, but somebody was trying to make a point that, like, You know, and I do agree that, like, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks are not as over to an American audience as they probably think they are. But somebody was saying that, like, AEW is not creating any new stars other than what they already have. And I'm like, that is false. I can think of two examples right away. MJF and Sammy Guevara. They are making them into huge stars. And they are doing that right
1: now. And Jungle Boy's over as fuck.
0: Jungle Boy's over as fuck. People that are over. Well, the, the big thing they got to do with Jungle Boy is they have to really keep pushing that he's Jack Perry. And Jim Ross makes it a point to point that out every single time. That this is Luke Perry's son, and that's going to help him big time. So, yeah,
1: they they have the stars. After who I've never seen in anything besides fucking Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie.
0: <laughs> Which is not even what he's most famous for. It just sucks. Wait,
1: I've watched the Buffy movie, like, five times. I've seen the Buffy TV show, zero.
0: Which is hysterical, because I've seen
1: the movie one time to its entirety. And I have... It would be on, like, TBS all the time, and I'm just like, fuck yeah.
0: I pretty much own the series at this this. point, so...
1: The series (laughs) is freaking
0: amazing! It is so good. But yes... Yeah, well, like I said, they they definitely have stars, and one of their established stars is trying to file that trademark name. Good old John Moxley. He He's wa- trying to own John Moxley. I'm actually surprised he didn't. To be perfectly honest, I mean, it's his actual name. His actual name is John Good. Her mom. So. I mean, he just—he pretty much just has to file the Moxley part. On bad, so bad, John Moxley.
1: Moxley still doing like the freaking New Japan tours and shit, and then popping over for Wednesdays as freaking AEW, and then flying back. Oh, that's awesome!
0: Dedication to your craft, right there. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell us what's going
1: on over in
0: uh, New Japan?
1: Oh, man, New Japan, they just had the uh, new beginning in Osaka. Uh, you want me to just do the title matches now instead of later? Or... Yeah, go for it. Just junior heavyweight tag team championship for Pongi 3K. Successfully defended against the Suzuki-gun team of Kanemaru and Desperado. Uh, ooh, a special single match. Oh, yeah, Jay White beat Sonata. Uh junior championship match, Ryu Lee and Hiromu murdered each other for 24 minutes. Move that broke Hiromu's neck, but they but he reversed it. So, thankfully, killed each other. Like <laughs> nobody it died. Was insane, but no one actually died this time. But Takahashi retains over Lee. Re, and then they did back to back murders, because then it was Moxley Suzuki. <clears throat> oh man. And that was straight up murder. Straight up like murder. if you like if you like the stiff stuff, you'll be stiff watching the stiffness. But Moxley beats Suzuki and in your main event for both titles Naito successfully defended against Kenta which had one of the sickest spots ever because exposed turnbuckle Naito hits it and he fucking hardways instantly oof he goes down he gets pinned there was no time for any there was no time or anything for any bleeding this was freaking hardcore hardway he kicks out, and then you just see his face just covered in blood. Oof! And the finish was like a minute later. Naito retains both the Intercontinental and World Championship against Kenta. That is nasty, dude. It's nothing to fuck with. Also on that show, they announced a couple things. One is that they're going to be back at Madison Square Garden in August. It's Wrestle Dynasty, August twenty second. Burden, and they're going to be back on Japanese TV. The weekly show. This is some big stuff for them. Yeah, so what what do we got going on here in the future?
0: Got some. Uh, retouch- so,
1: the next big thing is the uh, New Japan Cup which is like almost all of March. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but first thing is next week, we have both Tiger Hattori and Manabu Nakanishi's retirement shows. So on the 19th is Tiger Hatori's. one. He's the referee that used to be a wrestler back in the day. He's going to wrestle. He's going to, re- he's going to wrestle. No, he's going to referee the last two matches on the show and then have his retirement ceremony. That'll be fun. So it's Cabana, Yano, Ibushi, and Tanahashi versus Fale, Jay White, Tangaloa, Tamatanga, Ishii, Okada versus Sanada Takagi, and Naito. Did you say Cabana? And three referees. Yes, Kokobana, because Kokobana's is going to be in for the New Japan Cup. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So he's in for this little this little mini tour before it. Uh, And then after those two matches, they'll do the the retirement ceremony for Tiger Hattori. And he's gone. That won't be the emotional send-off that... uh, Yeah, it won't be the same, but it will be... And then Nakanishi's retirement match, main event. He's teaming with Nagata, Kojima, and Tenzin. Guys, he was... the whole time. And then they're facing Goto, Ibushi, Tanahashi, and Okada. So it's like the group that came in at the end of the 90s, early 2000s, versus the newish group, except for, like, Goto was semi-contemporary with Nakanishi. And then after that, after Nakanishi gets pinned by somebody, (laughs) he will have a ceremony. Yeah, he'll put someone over, but I don't know. It's gonna be Okada.
0: Ah, uh, but it's gonna be Ibushi. Talk, mm. talk about, uh, talk about
1: August because that's what I'm looking forward to. So they're gonna be- they're going back to the Madison Square Garden. Uh, said that while you were indisposed, but yeah, Madison Square Garden, August twenty second, Wrestle Dynasty back Dynasty? in New York City. I might have to try to get oh. tickets to that.
0: I think I would be all about seeing New Japan in Madison Square Garden. That would be insane. And I
1: think it's going to be just New Japan, I think. Or it's going to be mostly New Japan. New, J- New Jap dance uh, show there had uh, some ROH fuckery yes. at WrestleMania weekend last year. Yeah, I remember. So uh, one, of, one of which involved the tag team that then... Got fired from ROH two weeks later?
0: <laughs> to quote the coach from Letterkenny, that's fucking embarrassing.
1: It's fucking embarrassing!
0: We're gonna get the W, boys. You're not gonna get this W, boys. Ah. So, we have a new Knockouts champ in Impact Wrestling, and her name
1: is Jordy Ann Grace. Yeah, Jordan Grace, when that Impact... Total. Oh, oh. Which is awesome. Wonder if that means Ty is moving on now.
0: Maybe. I wonder if she's getting eyed up because Morrison's in WWE now. She'd be yeah, a he- I hope so. She's really good. Now they got Mercedes Martinez, so anything's possible. And uh, Ring of Honor apparently renamed their women's title.
1: And they're going to have a tournament soon, I guess. So is it just the Ring of Honor Women's Championship? Yeah, yeah. instead of the Women of Honor. Because remember, late last year they fired their champion while they were champion. Yep, I remember. We covered it on this show. (laughs) Um, And they've done nothing in the intervening two and a half, three months since that happened.
0: So... No, they got to do something to get their audience back. They are a dying company. And they're dying hard. That's why I'm, that's why I'm hoping Scroll's going to be good for them. And not just good for himself. But again, we'll see. We shall see. Alright, so we have a couple of questions that came in. We're going to answer them for you guys. The first one comes from our top question asker, community member Randy Moyer, who always makes sure he gets a question in every week. If you're Tony Khan and the EVPs, and you're looking to figure out how to make the product even better, which successful wrestling people would you bring in to help better layout segment and produce the matches and shows? So, just the uh, assumption here is I'm Tony Khan, and I pretty much have access to anybody that I can bring in. Well... The first thing I will say about Dynamite as far as how it's formatted is they need somebody who knows how to format television because that's one problem that they still have. They need somebody to actually format the show to make sense and to, you know, they they obviously they know this is going to be our main event, but their undercard is always very weird with how stuff's positioned. Now, Dan, I know you listen to podcasts, so you may have heard this in the past. Have you ever heard Vince McMahon's rule for the top of the hour?
1: Oh, yeah, I've heard about
0: it. Yes. At the top of the hour, there has to be a big star or a, a big match or a big moment happening, and it has to be happening as the hour switches over. They can't just be doing entrances. That's when
1: people's shows are done and
0: they're flipping through channels. Right. No, no entrances, nothing like that. That match already has to be happening. And if you go back and watch any Raws from the Attitude Era when they were actually in or I shouldn't even say attitude era the monday night war go to about halfway through the show when the top of the hour would be happening i was going to say the 1 hour mark but with commercials and stuff that it would be the like case.
1: 44 45
0: yeah and what and then take a look at who's in the ring at that time it's always one of the top guys on the roster every time or there's a big segment happening like a big contract signing or something something important rock austin undertaker kane mankind Any of their real top stars, if they weren't in the main event, they were at the top of the hour, or they were open in that bitch. That is how they made sure that stuff got done. Uh, So yeah, as to who that would be, I'm not sure, because I, you know, it would probably have to be somebody, I don't know who specifically is controlling television formats in the WWE. I don't think that's a Kevin Dunn thing, so... I don't think you could just snag a big production person, but like, yeah, that, that would be somebody you would need. They, they need somebody to format their TV because they don't, I mean, they go to commercial at the top of their hour, so they're clearly not following that rule, and even NXT still following that rule. Uh, as far as segments go, I don't think they have an issue, like I said, other than the formatting, I don't think any of their individual segments have problems. They don't have script writers, which is a good thing and a bad thing. It also means that people who shouldn't be talking are talking and definitely should not be. But you can tell that these guys are cutting their own promos. Same thing with the matches. And I've always felt that an agent is really good to have on a show. It's actually something that some of the indie shows I work implement. Like, I know Justin Glory uses that for his Backbreaker shows. And it's not to tell you how to have your match. It's to say, okay, when you guys have your match... Don't do this because this
1: is happening in a match two, twi- you know, two matches before you. <laughs> something that could have been used in the show that we're reviewing on our patron show. Yeah, Too much early blood on that show for for the later mm, blood. To yep, happen. it'll be something we will talk about. One, on of, this one of them show. was totally useless, nonsensical. Why the fuck did you do that?
0: Yep, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And you know, and some, even though sometimes agents don't help, Jericho tells the story about how he had a finish for a match with Triple H where the table was going to be involved and freaking China put Perry Saturn through the table and the second match on the show Jericho goes, well, our finish is fucked. I guess we got to come up with
1: something else now. So just yeah. having an outside person to bounce ideas off of. Yeah, the thing Good. is, it's not that they even- don't.
0: Yeah, they, it's not that they don't have that because they've got Billy Gunn, they've got Dustin, they've got Dean Malenko, they've got people who know this stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've, I mean, they got Dallas Page there. They've got people who know this stuff. What they need to do is they have to, the the people, and again, I, I, I know, I know I always go back to the well with Omega and the Young Bucks, but they're the example. They're part of the formatting team and they don't have any experience doing this. They need somebody to help them with that. They can't just put stuff out there and just assume, well,
1: I know what I'm doing. Unfortunately, the best people for that are either dead or company cancers right now. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And you don't want Bischoff or Vince Russo anywhere near your company.
0: Well, Vince Russo doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And that was... A given when he went out on his own. Because I've heard that issue with Russo. The problem was, if Russo comes up with 100 ideas, 98 of them will probably suck, but two of them will be excellent. He'll use that as his whole thing. He'll be like, well, see these two ideas? This is why I'm brilliant. And it's like, yeah, but you're ignoring the 98 other ideas. That sucked. Yeah, they need need formatting people. They need people who've ran promotions and know how to format television. Uh, Who's ran some promotions it had some actual tv time. There's nobody from world class still around, right? I mean that's the issue, right? Yeah. Uh
1: there's Smoky and then Mountain you get some kind of somebody from TNA that was probably out of position well, too. N- nobody from Smoky put Yeah.
0: No one from Smoky Mountain's going to work with like, AEW. TNA, yeah. Well, they TNA's put the
1: frickin', Yeah. Well, they had they Jeff had Jarrett Gaborik K- K- in charge at one point. The guy that was in production and he was in charge of fucking talent, stuff like, they were mis- mismatching people there. Yeah. So, Je- like, Jeff do you trusts trust
0: somebody? Jeff Jarrett would have been good, but WWE got him locked up. Um, another good one would have been Lance Storm, but WWE locked him up again. So, like, you know, there, there, there's not that much out there. So, what they might need to do is they might need to entice somebody with a whole fuck ton of money and be like, hey, come in and fix our show and, We'll take care of you. But uh, one more question this week from listener Adrian Cotton, also a patron, also an author, published author. With society ready to cancel people for stuff so quickly, how has WWE survived for so long? Well, I think the answer there is the fact that uh, the cancel stuff
1: really became an advent with modern day social media. Well, like, there was the parents' television council in the late 90s. That's where the whole right to censor came around, it was him saying fuck you to them because they well, failed. Exactly. Well, I think that
0: the answer is that if something is successful and there's still enough people watching it
1: and backing it, it's not going to get canceled. Cause... Or you know companies willing to pay to have their show advertised alongside it. Exactly. I think, uh, you know, I, and I don't
0: want to say like, don't under, if something's really dark and offensive and people band together to remove it, you know, don't, uh, don't discount that kind of stuff because people can have impact. But the thing is, if you've got the money and the lawyers and the everything else backing you, you're you're gonna have a hard time to cancel a corporation like WWE, you're gonna have a very difficult time doing that. Because oh, WWE is
1: like one million and one.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just
1: Lost to the Pandas.
0: But one thing you should do <clears throat> this is one thing that you absolutely should do with uh with uh any kind of thing that you're you're not a fan of is you should boycott it. And when I say boycott it, I mean don't acknowledge it. If you're, if you're really that against AEW as a promotion because you hate them that much and you don't want to them to succeed at all, don't watch or DVR or even comment on their stuff. Ignore them.
1: Well, they because, have to know I hate
0: them. Because you know what you're going to do? You're just going to stir up the fan base who does like them. And you're never going to succeed in your message. And I think that's something that people like just don't get. I'm not going to say the name of the store, but there is a store that I decided I would never, ever shop there again for personal reasons. And not only have I not done that, but I don't acknowledge the fact that I don't do that. Like, that's why I'm not saying the name of the store right now. I'm not going to give them the publicity. It's not that freaking difficult. Just do it. And you don't even have to tell anybody you're doing it. Just do it. You know, you don't have to go around and say it's, you know, if you don't, if you don't like our show, don't listen to it and you don't have to go and, and if, but if you go around telling people, I don't listen to Club k Wrestle Talk because those guys are a bunch of assholes. People who don't know us are going to be like, huh, I'm going to check the show out because I want to know why they got this guy so pissed off. Well, you just got us new listeners. I don't know. I, I feel like that's not a hard concept to grasp for some of these some of these Internet idiots, these trolls. But like, yeah, that's the, the only way to cancel something is to actually hit it. where it hurt. Same thing with WWE. If you hate WWE so much that you don't want them to get your money, don't go to shows. Don't watch their stuff. Cancel the network. Because if you're, st- if you're still giving I've them... Been
1: doing that for six years, and I wasn't <laughs> even aware of it.
0: If you're not giving them money for the network, guess what? You're not supporting them. But, well, I still, want the, I still want the pay-per-view backlog. That's fine. That's fair. A reason to keep it. But then you don't want WWE to unsucceed as badly as you could. And that's my point. Good questions this week. I, I like those questions. If uh, got
1: somehow got fucked, like, who would buy their assets? Mm. Tony Khan. be able to buy their assets, because they're not selling everything for $1 million like WCW did. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so before, it, the final price tag was 2.5, but before that it was 55, and Ted Turner himself shot it down. That's a hell of a price drop. I would have taken the 55 mil and ran. <laughs> taken that it's and paid ran. paid
1: less than cents on the dollar.
0: I'm sure some wealthy person would actually... You know what? I hate to say it, but you know what? I bet Donald Trump would actually buy it. I mean, he's... He already
1: bought raw for one week.
0: He did. gave out money and everything. That was like the weirdest thing when it's like, mm-hmm. oh, commercial-free Raw, that's going to be really cool until you realize that they actually need commercials to do stuff and you're like, this kind of sucks. Also, I have to pee. <laughs> it
1: was kind of like the freaking the show we're doing later. They realized that we have to wait. We have to waste 15 minutes because we have to build a cage. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Commercials are necessary. And... uh Also necessary are our patrons who are actually the reason why this show is staying afloat and staying free. Glenn, he's not here, but thank you. To Randy Moyer, to Jeff Trellowitz, to Jay Winger, and to Adrian Cotton, I say thank you. Sincerely thank you. They are not, but they're not even supposed to be here. Mm
1: -hmm, Okay, Dante.
0: but guys, we really could use more patrons. Not only are you getting that free show, but we we will be providing you with more content because we got we want to entice more people to subscribe for $5 a month. So, we are going to get you guys. I was thinking about doing another exclusive patron show, but not wrestling related, just an exclusive patron show. And it was going to it was going to kind of be like the uh the idea we have here where they can they can kind of create segments for the show. It was going to be like an open-ended show. Like, we have this many patrons. Give us an actual topic to just discuss, and that'll be the show. So, mm-hmm. make us watch stuff, listen to stuff, discuss stuff, and uh, debate with each other. So... We'll we'll be working on that uh, this week on the VIP show a detailed review of Starcade '83, Starcade '1983, the oldest pay per view available on the WWE network, a pay per view that predates my existence. It predates my freaking conception. That's a fact too. in your conception, huh? In fact, I'm going to tell you a fun fact, Dan. Uh, I was early. November 17th was an early birthday. Do you know what my due date was? My birthday? Close. December 12th.
1: I was born like five, six weeks early myself. Ah, well, there you go. So, If if you do the math, it means I was conceived on my mom's birthday. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Which is funny because people are
0: always like, oh, you're a Valentine's baby. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I am decisively not. Yes. And you have new beginning in Osaka's title matches.
1: Oh, we did that during the yes. show instead.
0: But yes, that was going to be Patreon. But so,
1: eh, look at that. You guys
0: got something there, yes. But you're going to get a very oh, yeah. detailed a detailed Starcade 1983 review for this week's Patreon show. But now... It is time for me to assign points or consequences. It's
1: time for... It's my time. This is a game I've actually heard of. uh, It's my time. People talking about it as like a discussion topic. I I got it from a meme. Yeah, like with comedians talking about stuff like this and it's, you know... What about a movie that doesn't have the word fuck in it? Where in the movie, where would you put it?
0: Right, because PG-13 movies are allowed one fuck. So it's like, where would you put it? And I've always heard the things where it's like... My favorite one ever was... uh, How did you put your name in the fucking Goblet of Fire? (laughs) (laughs) Which that one always cracked me up. So yeah, uh, this was actually inspired by... um, It was something similar. It was like you're a piece of it was like you piece of shit or something like that like like where take a movie quote and make it so it says you piece of shit and i think i think i did the same quote i think i said how'd you put your name in the goblet of fire you piece of shit so yeah that was the uh the idea and i was like and my whole thing was it had to be a movie that didn't already have the fuck bomb so i was okay if it was like a uh a PG-13 movie without the F-bomb was acceptable, but I went for the G and PG stuff because you know there ain't no F-bombs in there because they can't get away with that. Are you ready? Ah, uh, yeah, I just got to, uh, I really should have updated before I did this, but I, I never do. So I'll just update with two weeks worth of stuff. That's fine. Yep, I'm I'm ready. I got my tech stock all ready to go here, so I can. Oh no, you! I won't be able to write stuff down as we go, because you'd have to tell know, me who it, it is. After. Yeah. All right. Well, then never mind. Then I'm I
1: I was ready to go. Send it to you afterwards. All right. Do it. Our first it. quote. You are a fucking toy. <laughs> well done.
0: That is exactly what I was looking for, (laughs) because that's (laughs) you you know I could actually see Woody pulling that off too, because that's like the pinnacle of frustration at that point. (laughs) You are a child's plaything. Yes, that's a that's an earmark. I got to earmark that one.
1: That's an earmark right off the bat.
0: That's a damn good. That's a damn good entry.
1: That is oh an earmark. That shneez. Earmark it, Yeah. Let me put a tilde, Swinton, on that. All right. Our next one is: You shall be the Fellowship of the Fucking Ring. Oh my God! What a,
0: what a great way to disperse that beating. <laughs> Especially, <laughs> doesn't Pippin say something like, "Great, where are we going?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you shall be the Fellowship of the Fucking Ring. Okay. And, uh, again, and Ian McKellen's just like, yeah, I've got one of those. <laughs> that is points. P-O-I-N-T-S.
1: Up next. There's no crying in fucking baseball. Oh my God. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. And again, I could totally see that happening. Because <laughs> he's mad. Crying there's
1: no, cr- sir. there's no crying at
0: fucking baseball. Dude, you're gonna have to earmark that one too.
1: Oh, shit, oh, there's an earmark.
0: Uh, these are I hope these are good. Uh, I hope these are all good. There there should be no reason why anybody doesn't get points
1: this week. This is too easy. There's no fucking place like home. <laughs> well, I mean, you know,
0: good tap tap those fucking shoes together, Dorothy. <laughs>
1: That's points. That's points. This is points. You're a fucking wizard, Harry.
0: God damn it! Well, you're a hairy fucking wizard, Hagrid. <laughs> yes. dude, I love that meme where you're a, you're a wizard, Harry. You're a hairy wizard, and then they're just looking at each other. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, that's also points. Points. Ain't never had a fucking friend like me. Oh, my God. This is funny.
0: And it's getting points. The only issue I have with it is that it sucks that you can't actually insert that into the song lyric and still have it work. You ain't never had a fucking friend like me. You got to kind of... Play with it a little bit. It's uh, still good. It's, it's still, still get... oh, it's still getting points. It's still good. <clears throat> I just wish there was a way that we could have incorporated that as a song. Maybe that'll be a future game. Make a make a like a Disney song lyric offensive, but you actually have to modify that it so it fits slow. the. Beat. Yeah. Uh, I, I well we'll have to jot that down. I think that's a future game right there. Oh, God. One of you guys is going to pick it, so I have to sing everything. I can already tell that's what's going to happen. Next
1: week. Fuck! (laughs) Photo, I have a feeling we're not in fucking Kansas anymore. Uh, I
0: kind of wish you hadn't gone with another Wizard of Oz entry so soon after the one before it. However, I do like the entry have a feeling we're not in fucking Kansas anymore because that would actually work too because yeah you stand up and you're like Toto what the fuck <laughs> I mean that especially if everything's in Technicolor all of a sudden I mean wouldn't you react the same way I would
1: that's points Thanks. tell me what the fucking rat wants to cook
0: just tell me what the fucking rat wants to cook. <sighs> okay, so
1: is this Ratatouille? Or a... It is. Thankfully, okay. most people gave their quotes, and the ones I didn't get had it had it put. So,
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I recognized all the quotes, but this could also be something like a gangster movie or something. I could see that. Which wouldn't actually make like
1: that. It's that it was that's a gangster what movie. The fucking would have already been in there, right?
0: It kind of threw me off a little <laughs> bit. Ah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, just tell me what the rat wants to cook. It's a good movie, by the way. It's a very underrated Pixar movie. If you have not seen Ratatouille, have you seen Ratatouille, Dan? Nope. I think you should watch it. I think you'd like it. It's it's very entertaining.
1: I think I'm going to be watching. I think I'm going to be secluding myself next weekend and only watching movies the whole time. So Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Is there something happening next weekend? Or? Oh, just a lot of things not happening next weekend that not prevent me from doing whatever the fuck I want.
0: Ah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good one. That gets points. It's. Also, it's a chef entry, so I'm going to be... I I already know.
1: Good job. A dream wouldn't be complete without fucking you in it. Oh, dear. Oh, my. Okay. I am not familiar with the quote off the top of my head. It tells me what it's from and who says it. So I can tell you if you want to know. Uh, you're going to have to, because I don't recognize it. It is Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Oh, oh, God. Oh! That means that there are frogs fucking? I'm hoping that this is at the point where it's afterwards. <laughs> that would be great. there's something... So, here's what I like most
0: about this entry. It wasn't just in there for emphasis. This fuck was used... <laughs> as a descriptive word we have a uh, yeah this is uh this is some nice verbiage i'm going to have to oh, it's uh, like a
1: adjective and a verb at the same time well as it's george as
0: george carlin once said it's the most diverse word in mm-hmm. the english language uh so this gets points just based on the fact that it thought outside the box
1: oh,
0: <laughs> oh dear yeah well s- something about boxes
1: So there was between a wicker box and a wicker basket wicker <laughs> box yeah that's points So it's good it's good who's your favorite fucking possum ah
0: <laughs> hey there who's your favorite fucking possum yep god damn it that's good It's like possum. Oh, Goofy movie. Of course. I love that movie. That's good. That's points. That's points. So I was kind of trying to put an emphasis on like famous quotes, shit that I would recognize. And I've definitely noticed that is not the case in a couple of these because I've had to ask who they are. But uh, I did, this is not a famous quote, but I did recognize where it was from because I have seen Goofy movie a lot. A large number of times, and it's still amazing. I have next entry
1: is an entry I would have made. Oh yeah,
0: but but not your entry.
1: But this is not my entry. But this is an entry I would have eventually made. And it's Pizza Dude's got thirty fucking seconds. (laughs) A movie you have seen in theaters
0: at least like nine times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pizza Dude's got 30 fucking seconds. That's freaking great. You're going to have to earmark this one, too. That's great.
1: Is that Not me.
0: Now, that's a Michelangelo quote, correct?
1: See, if it was Raph, I would have... Only a few minutes into the... If well, it because yeah, w- Raph says damn a few times that movie. Well, Raph is the brash one. He always was. Well, he's so, cool, but rude. He's cool, but rude.
0: But, yeah, I mean... Give me a break. But that that's that's funnier because it's Michelangelo because you wouldn't expect that from him. But there he's, he's just He's the like, party dude. Yeah, and he's not getting his pizza. I'd be pissed too. Mike, Mike I'm right there with you, bud. I
1: you know you are, but what the fuck am I? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was the quote. Never mind. Sorry.
0: I thought we were still... <laughs> I know you are, but what the fuck am I? Well, I mean, I know you are, but what am I is
1: not really a movie quote that's like i'm sure he probably said it in one of his movies (laughs) i mean i can't
0: exactly narrow down what movie this came from because this could be from like this could be from any of those 90s movies that you saw as a kid like the sandlot and i'm trying to think of more stuff with kids i just did the sandlot in my my tournament group And I was just like, what else has, like, kids in it that are being, like, the Goonies? You could see, like, I could see that being a comeback in any of those. This is about a man-child. Well, I don't know the actual movie it's from because I can't place that kind of a quote. But, so, you may tell me where this came from. Pee-wee. Oh, my God. Pee-wee Herman?
1: There you are. What the fuck am I?
0: Yeah, that gets points just based on the, the hilarity of hearing Pee Wee Herman's voice say it.
1: Mm-hmm. And the person gets points. Okay, up oh, next. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck.
0: Earmark. That's, oh. that's fucking awesome. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck. It was a straight-up swap of words. Well, the rule was to alter the quote. You didn't have to just add it. Altering is legal here. That's fucking funny, though. Could you
1: imagine if that was the last line of the movie? After all, tomorrow's just another fucking day.
0: It's a long movie to get to that point, too, to get to the F-bomb. I was promised an F-bomb in this movie... Just save you. We are three hour. <laughs> we're approaching the four hour mark, and I have oh, there it is at roll credits.
1: God damn, that's good. That was good. Can't believe it. I'm losing to a fucking rug. Oh, uh, that's the genie. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Who is he impersonating in that scene? That's uh, Ronnie Dangerfield, right? believe so i can't believe it i'm losing to a fucking rug another aladdin quote but this one also works so it gets points and there's points we are now at the chase oh it should be easy for everybody to get points i mean let's
1: <clears throat> get a good drink real quick before i do this next one. Oh god because it might be a little bit of a strain oh no oh no Con fucking con. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's points. You've got points. Con fucking con.
0: <laughs> it actually made that movie better. It's probably the best Star Trek movie. Yeah.
1: I-M-H-O so. Our next one has the line before it because you kind of need a little bit of context Oh for no! The line. Oh no But it's really quick it's, You're so weird you have no fucking idea You're so weird you have no
0: fucking idea Again I can't place the movie because I feel like that could be in almost anything <laughs> You'll have to help me with this one
1: it is a child, and then its uncle responds. Uh-huh. And it's a Disney cartoon movie.
0: Uh, oh, okay, 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 yeah. You're so weird, you have no idea. No fucking idea. I'm a, a monkey's uncle. I am Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, Jeremy Irons, John McClane. So the only thing I don't like about this entry is I don't like that it required a setup. Uh, I feel like with I feel like this was too easy of a game that a setup entry was necessary. I'm not going to give you no points because I still appreciate the sentiment. I will give you half, but I still think – I I don't think the setup was necessary. I feel like in the grand scheme of famous movie quotes, especially from movies without F-bombs, there could have been a lot to go with here.
1: five more memorable quotes in that movie alone.
0: I mean, everything the light touches is our fucking kingdom. (laughs) You know, there's
1: one. Um, It means means you're – You are a fucking baboon, and I am not. (laughs) There you go. The waterhole? What's so fucking great about the (laughs) waterhole? What's the motto? What's the fucking motto,
0: you? If you are half the King Mufasa's, I'm ten times the fucking King Mufasa was. Not just scar lines, either. You could... Give me one good reason why I shouldn't rip you to fucking shreds.
1: Yeah, there's... It, uh, uh, Finding Nemo. Fucking shark bait. Ooh, ah, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 entries, so let's get to them first. <laughs> Quick, get to the top! Get today... To
0: the fo- yeah, I'm listening, alright.
1: ai I consider myself the luckiest fucking man on the face of the earth.
0: Oh, that one goes right to the heartstrings. <laughs> well, it's not a movie quote, so no points. No, I'm kidding. It is. It, it, it is. It is. It is. I'm being an asshole. No, that's good. That's points. That's it's pretty funny. But in the
1: movie because it happened in real life.
0: <laughs> I, I am aware. I know. It's still, I. it's good. The luckiest fucking man on the face of the earth. Oh. You see the. uh, uh, I like like Norm MacDonald playing Lou Gehrig on uh, Saturday Night Live. He's he's like, like,
1: oh, it's so awful. I have a disease so rare. They named it after me.
0: Yay. I'm lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a great movie, too. Even if you're not a Yankees fan, that's a fantastic movie. We got to do a tournament of sports based movies at one point. Okay. just just sports movies we'll separate them into different categories but then they'll all the all the winning tiers will
1: face each other oh man you could do like based on a true story or you can do it based on the i was thinking sport. sport yeah
0: i was thinking sport like cuz baseball football basketball hockey racing but sports i think if you did it by sport sports. you're going to
1: realize that there's like 50 baseball movies 5 hockey movies <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> That's just, uh, we'll just there's let. Three of them are called Slapshot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let
0: Letter Kenny in then.
1: Well, right, uh, it's time for penultimate
0: entry. No, what I was going to say real quick the ultimate way to do it would just be to let the entries pour in and then separate them that way. And then if there's like, not enough to fill a bracket, you just do a miscellany category. You put oh, them all in is, there. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. All right. Fucking short to be a stormtrooper. You know, I'm actually surprised there weren't more Star Wars quotes. I was actually fully expecting there to be, like, for a lot.
1: for the Disney animated, yeah.
0: for the most part. I will give this points. My one nitpick is that yeah. if you're going to use that quote, <laughs> you should have went with, aren't you a little short to be a fucking stormtrooper? And really sass that shit up. Because Leia is sass. Yeah, Star Wars is another one, because that's where I gave the sample from. You could have... Uh, there's tons of lines you could have done from that. Love you, I fucking know. Uh no, because that, that goes with the setup rule. We didn't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just thinking... I'm trying to think of some
1: other ones. Well, <laughs> no fucking disintegrations.
0: <laughs> As you fucking wish. <laughs> I suggest a new strategy, R2. Let the fucking Wookiee win. I don't fucking like sand. It's coarse and it's rough. It's irritating and it gets fucking everywhere. That would have won, just for the record. That better not be the last entry. <laughs>
1: I know.
0: That would have won.
1: <laughs> Are you still going to give this one points, though? Yes, yes. I said you might have preferred the word to be a little bit later in the sentence. Well, I
0: just think that's the difference between points and earmark. Is... Uh, yeah.
1: The influx, but yeah, go ahead with the last one. Elementary, the fucking claw. Oh my god,
0: get off of me, you fucking zealots! (laughs) He could have thrown that line in there too, dude. I almost want to like take like a famous movie script now and just rewrite the entire dialogue to be adult oriented. Almost every line has the word "fuck" in
1: it. it. Just make it ridiculous. But if sometimes it's just a regular line, then comma fuck
0: (laughs) that's not flying that's fucking falling with style (laughs) that's good i like the aliens doing the fucking claw you can give that one points as well all
1: right you got points
0: all right i'm ready to hear uh... all right
1: i count four earmarks so we're there four okay Read them back to me. Read them back to me. We've got you are a fucking toy. Brilliant. Yep. And fucking baseball. Yeah, that was brilliant. To do it's got thirty fucking seconds. That's awesome. Yeah. And frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck.
0: I gotta say it. I think the winner was right off, right out the gate. You are a fucking toy. I think that was your winner right out the gate. That was fucking
1: fantastic. You
0: are a fucking toy! And
1: if you give a bonus 25 to everybody else... Oh yeah, everybody gets the bonus. Alright. Yeah, so, so you just gave a win to Alan Craig! Alan!
0: Alan! Good job, man. That was, that was fucking brilliant. First entry, too. I love it. Sometimes the first entry is the winner. Cause... But uh, so who else got uh, earmarks? Who got oh, no bonuses? crying
1: in fucking baseball was Ellis... Okay. Pizza dude's got thirty fucking seconds. Was Joshua Vargason, and not Dan. Frankly, my dear. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a fuck. Was Joey Image? No shit. Guy who usually gets no points.
0: So not only did
1: he follow the not only did he follow the game
0: rule, but he also posted a funny entry. I gotta, fuck, I gotta give him a little
1: applause there. God damn. Of course, my entry was the fellowship of the fucking ring. That one was good though. I enjoyed that. And Glenn was. There's no fucking place like home. Ah, <laughs> uh, but these were all good. Uh, I, I, this. I everybody got some points. One person only got fifty. Well, that's just because, like Cause I they, said, it they was picked the line that needed the second line.
0: This is the set This type of game that's not a necessary thing. But I still, I, I couldn't bury the entry because it, it's. I can still pop over it. Um.
1: Uh, we have to steal the fucking Declaration of Independence. <laughs> was that a bonus? That's to me right now. Oh, goddamn! If <laughs> you could come up with a whole fucking... Or thing. we have to steal the Declaration of fucking independence.
0: Uh, who did the? uh Was I right about the Ratatouille entry?
1: Yeah, it was Tom. Dickens. It was it Tom? Yeah. <laughs>
0: who did the uh, the Tiana one? Purchasing the frog was Dan Dahl. Oh, uh, Dan, I got to give you credit because you, you went against the grain and I think you deserve a, he's going to be like, well, where's my earmark? I'm like, no.
1: <laughs> you just going to smell the shout out.
0: You get, but no, I like, cause I like, I like that outside the box thinking and I want more of it. But I was going to say the perfect example was Joe who modified the quote which was allowed. I said modify Just the quote. swapped lock. a damn for your fuck. And it, and it worked. That's But you know what it is? And I also when and he
1: gave a fuck.
0: <laughs> and this it, It's not a It's not a fair thing obviously but like sometimes it really does depend on my mood.
1: You know sometimes I guess it's... the way it ends up being almost every time right? I mean absolutely yeah that's like what's funny to you one minute is not as funny later yeah it may not be yeah but uh oh
0: you know what we did not mention on this week's show and i want to talk about it is uh, joey ryan's new gimmick where he's basically doing a new right to censor hey, and he's, he's... Doing
1: cancel cancel culture oh uh, yeah
0: and what is he's like joseph p ryan or something like that like he's like the P for stands for penis, more than likely, and he says he's never going to do the dick flick, which that's uh, that's actually one way to really get him over. But I remember somebody in the comments wanted Rob Van Dam to become Robert Van
1: Darn. <laughs> I thought that It'd be was Robert, Robert. Van Damme. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hysterical. But you got to fully embrace it and go full York and full RTC, right? So everyone's got to go with their what their name would be full. Fuck yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. Alrighty. So yes, uh, thank you guys for a great game. Uh, Not sure what Glenn's schedule is right now. We might actually be looking at a temporary Glenn hiatus uh, with his job and everything like that. So, patrons, this is your time to cash in your appearances if you would like to. If you're wondering why we did not ask you this evening to join us, the simple answer is just because we needed to get it done. It was kind of a last minute decision. And uh, that's pretty much it. And for uh, this Valentine's Day edition of Club Cafe Bressel Talk, I would just like to say one thing. Them little candy hearts are fucking gross, but I eat them every year. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But yes, more F bombs in movies. Uh, more positivity on the internet, especially. Um, I, I know I said there was some negativity with the Nyla Rose stuff, but there's a lot of positive too. I've seen a lot of positivity about Simone Johnson and about Liger and all that other stuff, and I want to encourage that more. So this Valentine's Day, be positive. Show some love as I show love to you guys, and I will show you more love next week here on Club k Wrestle Talk. See you then.